Critical Hit on the Major Spoilers Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. Oh, Kevin. Why? <laughs> you guys went here of your own free will. Bob was willing to stay in the lobby. And miss out on all the excitement? No, no, no. What, what excitement are you talking about? Well, you guys are at Muckrakers. Uh, that is where the the team of you uh, found that um, your local friends and allies, the Trash Wyverns, a Yosoki gang that uh, Hecubino and Banky know, um, have been held uh, due to some uh, deck collection issues. So last time... On Critical oh, Hit. Critical Hit. Critical hit. <laughs> You guys met uh, the owner and proprietor, Spago, a <laughs> Quarlu, uh who um, uh, gave you uh, a tour of the place and uh, introduced you to his head of security, Scofos, uh, a noir, kind of Minotaur-like uh, fellow um, with a distinctly don't mess with me vibe. Um, and, uh, you know, told you about the, the great, uh, ROI that can be achieved by investing with, uh, muckrakers. Um, that is to say minimum offense, maximum ROI. Uh, so I believe uh, not to put words in your guys' mouths, but you had intended to, uh, you know, you'd already talked with some of the trash wyverns, um, and th- the idea was to get them out of here in some uh, fashion. But there are a few obstacles in your path. First of all, Scofos, the wandering Nuar enforcer. Uh, second, there are a few kind of rundown patrol bots. Again, you've seen these ones before. They're the robots with like the ceramic armor and mini guns. Uh, and then several uh, walking eye robots uh, that are recording everything and presumably broadcasting it to uh, Scof- uh, to Spago and possibly Scofos as well. And then, of course, uh, in order to, to leave... Uh, Spago has a certain um, uh, command console thing uh, that requires both a sample of his DNA and his voice uh, to use. Um, plus, he can use it to, at any time, cause excruciating pain, possibly lethal pain, uh, to anyone uh, with the uh, restraints on, So, uh, including your Yosoki friends. So you guys were in these tunnels, these... Um, you know, several meter wide, uh, pretty vast tunnels uh, where the uh, the muckrakers, uh, all these indentured, imprisoned people, are um, using the eponymous tool to uh, scan around looking for nodules um, of some gigantic uh, creature. Um, to uh, like little egg sacs, basically. And you were trying to come up with a plan uh, on the down low uh, because you are still being kind of watched and monitored and Scofos is wandering about and the like. Uh, so uh, quick reminder on who everyone is. Uh, the 
trash wyverns. There are five of them. And uh, to to kind of run down uh, by by archetype, uh, Nibbles is the leader. Uh, Thrill is the dangerous one. Pitch is the sneaky loner one. Uh, Keck is the like funny boisterous one, and Rachuk is the uh, one who's good at computers. Uh, those are the trash wyverns, and uh, you know who your at least local adversaries are and what their capabilities are, kinda. Um, so you guys are in, let's say, a momentary huddle. Uh, Scophos is wandering around, uh, so you know maybe now isn't the exact right moment, uh, but and you guys can see some of the the robots as well. Uh, but you have a little bit of time to, at the very least, talk amongst yourselves, reasonably secure from being listened into. On. Okay. Uh, okay, Amu, what do you know about the technology that? Uh, uh, what's his name? Just had it in front of me. Spago. That yeah, about the technology that Spago uses. Can you? Do you think you can like spoof his genetic signature or? cause it to mess up in some way oh is that one of those life science things that i can take an automatic 20 on i think you get an automatic 20 on recognizing creatures critters okay yeah so no you could make a life science check um to kind of assess what you what you know about it yes well i'm going to do uh that's going to be a 28 that does not seem low to me that seems pretty good Cool. All right, so uh, uh, with a 28, I mean, so is it possible? Yes, you, you certainly could. Um, but it would be a lot easier if you just had a sample. Um, then you could 100% uh, lock it out as if, because you got to keep in mind, like it's meant to be that he like does something with it. You're pretty sure you could adapt it if you just had any little shred of actual Quarlude DNA. Um, like his his DNA, Spago's DNA, uh, with nothing, it's going to be quite challenging. Well, theoretically, it's possible we could work something up. Uh, though, without any Corlu DNA, it's going to be very difficult for us to complete. Uh, if we have the DNA, would it be easier? Oh, certainly. Uh, and if we can get his specifics, uh, I'm almost a hundred percent positive that I could manage that we can manage this. I, I feel like we can do that. Okay. Um, so the way I see it, we have two options. We can either try and do that now and just kick our way out, or we can come back later, do a little bit more planning and then try to like get in here when there's less heat. If Scofos is ever not around. Are there any like, computer slash network terminals in this area um so the the robots themselves are computers um it's unclear what they're connected to exactly except that they're probably being ordered about uh, by either spago or scofos or both Uh, and then there are terminals by the elevator and then there's certainly a whole computer bank uh when you reach the surface um I'm just wondering if there's a way to hack the system to turn off the the monitors and maybe um, 
if there's a if there's a way to hack the system, it would probably be a lot easier to do it either from the front office or from uh, some of the early like uh, like from the tunnel access that mm. got us in here to begin with. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the main uh, reason why I think maybe we should come back later is because on our way out we can actually map the way back in because it's pretty circuitous to get in here. Can I tell if there's any type of wireless signal or interaction from the robots to some sort of system? Yes, you can. Um, you can actually, I'll say, using your your InfoSphere integration, it's just mm-hmm. like a quick adaptation of that to be like looking for other signals. And mm-hmm. you can tell that um, there are probably some command frequencies that are are encrypted and probably fairly hard to spoof. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's uh, video frequencies, which again... They're they're encrypted, but there's a lot more data going over them, and uh, you you guess that that is the primary thing that the walking eye robots do. Um, by the way, one of the one of the walking eyes uh, kind of strides past you guys. They're robots with a, a central spear about a half a meter in diameter, roughly the size of uh, a pyramid sports ball. Uh, and they have four long, spindly, multi-jointed legs. The legs actually emerge from the top of the sphere, not the bottom. Um, and they carefully choose the spot to set down, although it looks like they can also climb walls and hang upside down. Um, so they a pyramid sports ball? I did. Yeah. You can feel free to look that up, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, giving it uh, So these things have a distinctly arachnid kind of daddy long legs vibe. Um, the central sphere is matte black with a giant red eye in the center. And there's there's plenty of them. I will share with you guys on Roll20 what they look like. I'm familiar with <laughs> I knew it! So did I. I was like, yeah, that's some Johnny Quest action right there. Oh, wow. Salabin, that is baby. incredible. <clears throat> that is just from Johnny Quest, right? Yes, 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 it is. Sick. Love it. Actually, I believe that that is a reused frame from the Venture Brothers emulating Johnny Quish, but none the <laughs> That's what I thought it's it It's funny because it's possibly true. <laughs> um, because, um, so, I'll ask... Um, so does the, does the spider oh, linger or... No, it just seems to... They, they don't linger in any one place for very long. They kind of wander about. Um, and... Uh, so, Quentin, to, answer, to finish the answer of your question, you mm. can tell that th- their primary purpose mm. is uh, transmitting video, audio and video. Can uh, I and, can I see their signal? Um, you you can detect it. Yeah. Can I reroute their signals? Um, if I were say trying to keep people from seeing what a particular eye is seeing by substituting a different eye's feed, which shows, you know, absolutely nothing and no, uh, no, uh, evil people hanging out and planning that jailbreak. Uh, so couple things, mm-hmm. uh, one, you, you certainly could, but mm-hmm. I'm going to ask for a computer's check here to, mm-hmm. to assess. How you on right now? Yeah, assess assess yeah. security protocols. Mm-hmm. Assessing security protocols. Twenty-six. Nice, excellent. So much like much like Amu, 
you you understand how this works and you can actually detect a few vulnerabilities in their system. These are old models and they have not been kept up to date. They have not received their recent patches. So there there's there's some things you could do. Um, hacking the signal is certainly an option. It would be much, much easier if you had one of the devices itself. Um, because they do have, you know, some like physical they're they're sending some keys across that are, are diff they're probably like embedded in the hardware that are difficult for you to to fake out. Um, but if you had access to one of them, oh, you could make it show whatever you wanted. The other thing I will note is making it show nothing would be a huge tell. You certainly wouldn't want it to show nothing um, because that would that would appear like the video feed being cut out. But say if one of my uh, onboard orbital cameras, which can float about, were in a position where one of those robot eyes should be broadcasting sure. a signal that I then superimposed over the signal from the robot eye that we just killed and, and tore apart. Uh, in theory, of course, obviously. In theory. Then, yeah. Spong Spongo and 3PO would not be able to tell that we were doing that because, I mean, all I have to do is add some artifacting from, you know, the old cameras. This one's got a bad blue shift. Do, do these look like they are easy to take down, or is this something like when you're talking about if you had access to one? Are you talking about trying to buy one on the used market and hacking it? And No, I mean, so a pyramid ball is roughly the size of a basketball. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, they're not, they're not uh, legendary for their martial prowess. They're more about monitoring. Um, and they are wandering about, so it's not impossible that you guys could gain access to one. I mean, I could literally float over and crash into one and then grab its head with my claws and superimpose, being a larger sphere, my own controls over that sphere. If, again, I weren't you know, cuffed and being watched by a minotaur. So uh, yeah. uh, speaking of which, uh, while you guys are, are debating your various options, I just want to provide a little bit more descriptive background as to uh the the situation you're all in mm -hmm. um so uh, you know you're in these these tunnels uh that something has clearly dug through they're all circular uh or you know cylindrical i suppose um and the muck that the muckrakers are digging through is an olive brownish green sludge mm. yeah uh, varying in thickness around the tunnels. It sometimes drips slowly from the ceiling onto you. Um, it's it's really highly viscous, so it's very slow. And uh, some portion of it, whenever it touches stuff, clings to your clothing and boots. Like a cross between gum, mud, and like a sticky slime. And... After watching for a bit, uh, you you now know that muckraking evidently involves a lot of hard physical labor using one part of the rake to scrape through layers of the slime and then kind of flipping it and using the scanner portion of the rake to see if there's a nodule sack hidden underneath. And while you guys are, again, still in, in your little council, uh, you are in luck as uh, an inmate a haggard, hilky woman uh, discovers a nodule in the course of their work. So a walking eye 
picks its way across the cavern to assess uh, their find, and shortly afterwards, uh, Scophos appears as well. Uh, Scophos holds up this this nodule, which looks like a particularly slimy and oblong lime green egg, uh, assessing it before tapping uh, a comms device on his wrist, and which pops up a, a little hollow image showing the prisoner's extreme debt. Uh, Scophos waves his hand, and uh, the number ticks down somewhat, uh, which you might think would make her happy, but it seems to have no effect on her mood whatsoever as she goes back to muckraking. And then Scophos walks in your guys' direction, um, and as he's doing so, uh, out of the, the narrowest top portion of the nodule, and the nodule is maybe a meter long. Mm, actually, smaller than that. Maybe half a meter long. Um, so out of the top portion of the uh, nodule emerge about a dozen, maybe 15, uh, little purple tendrils that look a lot like, um, to you, Amu, an anemone. Uh, and Scophos holds it with one arm, pulls his lit cigarette from his teeth, and jabs it into a patch of the tendrils. Uh, the nodule makes a high-pitched shrieking noise, and all the tendrils retract back into the sack. And Scophos walks by you guys and says, I ain't your mammy, Egg. Rest of you, get back to work. And he seems to be going to deposit the nodule somewhere. Wow, that was something. I am not fond of him. Um... Amu, yeah, he's do you not think great. We could find more of those because if if he shows up every time someone gets a find, then we can use that as a trap. Uh, I mean, he seems he seems to be pretty high up in the organization, which makes me think that he doesn't just stay here. Actually, hey guys, does that guy like live here? You turn to the trash reverends. Yep. Oh yeah, no, this is all he does. He seems to get his kicks out of out of uh, treating people horribly. Yeah, we might have to actually. He sleeps standing up, and with his eyes open. Fun. Um, you, can you navigate these this place? Because uh, I'm not really sure how we got here. Uh, we've got a we've got a bit of a system, uh, says Rachuk. Uh, we we've managed to to. Uh, well, do you want to show them? And uh, thrill will take over. Yeah, so, so I've sketched out the local paths, um, and she sidles up next to Skritik and starts basically showing him uh, by sketching into the muck, which will temporarily hold the uh, the uh, the signs like the little map she's drawing, uh, mm-hmm. but eventually all the slime will just fill back in and it'll disappear like sand, but much grosser. So, you know, if we follow, there's this intersection, and down here, eh, this is roughly what it looks like. It changes sometimes. And she draws a complex, labyrinthine web of tunnels. But it, you do have a map, better than nothing. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna activate the tech thoughts. I'm going to attempt to photograph the map. Sure. You succeed at photographing the map. So, uh... Hecubino, uh, what? Are, whose thoughts are you trying to detect? 
Uh, I'm just so detect thoughts is like a slow over time, like you detect more and more stuff. Um, mm. I'm keeping basically keeping an ear out for Scofo's thoughts. Um, because I have a theory that he might have some sort of mnemonic or something to find his way around. So I want to see if I if there's any indication of that. Also, if I like the tech thoughts has a um, a range. So if I if I hear his thoughts coming into range, it also means that he's getting close. <laughs> sure. So Smart. yeah, the way it works is there's like a number. You basically can detect the presence or absence, then the number of thinking minds, and then you can choose one of those minds and try to read it. Um, so. Uh, you can you can basically, you know, keep track of the number, and then by temp, you know, when the number changes, you can try probing different ones to be like, okay, I think I know who that is, or I think I know, you know, who just came or left or whatever, um, and that might uh, work. You'll have to be concentrating on this uh, for a while. Um, you can still talk, but you're, it's, you know, one of your sure. background processes is going towards that. Sure. Okay. So here is what all I think we need. Uh, number one, we need to know uh, that there's a way out of here and how to find it. So hopefully this map is enough for that, but we might try to work on some redundancies. Um, number two, we need to get a hold of that. Uh, we need to get a hold of Spago's device mm-hmm. and either deactivate it or get it to work for us. And the second one would probably be better because if we use it to just deactivate all of the, are these collars or are they manacles or? They're manacles. Okay. Yeah. If we use it to deactivate the manacles, then even if he has a spare, we might be able to basically lock him out. Um, whereas if we just steal one, steal it from him, if he has a spare, then there goes that. Um, if we can do it without being detected by the robots, so much the better. And then we also need to worry about uh, Scofos and just dealing with him as well as the armed response of the other robots, who I assume even if we intrude in the network, you know, they'll be able to see us and will probably respond to verbal commands unless we do just a top-of-the-line A++ job of hacking into the system. What what does everybody think? No, that seems reasonable to me. Um, Can we maybe get some of the DNA from, like, the goo that he left behind on the uh, elevator? Hmm. He left goo behind in the elevator? Mm, He seemed gooey. He left goo behind on me. Like... (laughs) Do you, you so still have you, it? You guys remember heck, uh, in the elevator, um, it was very warm, and Spago does uh, perspire a thin film of um, something. Can I analyze Vangi's armor to see if there's any essence of Spago on it? Mm, it seems to have <laughs> evaporated. Yeah, mm. it's probably too long. Is Spago still down here? Spago seems to sometimes make the trip. Um, while, since you guys have been basically just by the uh, trash wyverns most of the time, you, you haven't seen him because um, they're relatively deep down a, a, a tunnel. Um, but you can hear Scofos talking with him um, 
uh, on occasion. So it's clear that they do communicate, but he he may or may not be. He he seems to alternate basically. Okay. Um, in that case, that does make things easier. I thought we were going to have to take him out for drinks, but maybe we won't even have to do that, especially if he, you know, just puts the device somewhere in his office or, you know, whatever, just uh, if he doesn't take it home with him, we might be able to just use that. Yeah. Can we figure out a way to like maybe temporarily jam the device just so he doesn't like, I don't know, kill everyone all at once if any of this goes south? Well, for that, we need some of his DNA and the device, I think. Are right, the manacles that we're we wearing the same manacles that the trash ribbons are wearing? You guys are not wearing manacles. You're wearing little Bring slap wraps. Okay. Little slap wraps, which slap theoretically, yeah, have no theoretically have no effect. Although it wasn't really clear to you what what uh, what they do. So you know, yeah. we'll see. They're not right, the I'm same gonna... as these restraints that everybody else is wearing, but yeah. I'm gonna take off my slap wrap. Uh, so you, you pull at it and it starts to sting and burn as you start to pull Did you continue. Mm-hmm. What is it attached to? It's attached to my outer, my outer shell. Yep. Uh, dislodge an entire, just like a, a like a millimeter thick portion of my shell where the wrap mm-hmm. is attached. So, I mean, just rip it off as cool as that would be. Like that's <laughs> like telling someone to rip off a foot of skin. It's like what? You'll grow that's more skin. Do. I'm gonna do it. It's like good luck doing that. I have more skin. I, uh, you might want to wait on that just in case that like sets off some kind of alarm if you pull it off. Can I do it a physical science check on those? Absolutely. You're a physical scientist. Would be physical science or Actually, computers? I, which would be- I would be fine with um. I actually even think life science would apply because it's attached to life. Yeah, it's it's basically some sort of transmitter that's doing something. So, okay, twenty-one yeah. on life science. Yeah, good enough. Um, you think that these things will also register not at the same uh, level as the the restraints, and they're probably easier to remove. Uh, but the, these things will also tap into your nervous system and overload you with pain. Uh, we would suggest against removing those. Uh, they can tap into the central nervous system, overwhelm us. Another reason to leave and come back. Mm. I think maybe you're right. <laughs> and I wouldn't be any way of uh, trying to think. We can't deactivate the manacles even momentarily. Could do like a switch around with one of these other uh, Yasoki, but uh, I'm not seeing a way to do that. Mm. No, I don't think so. No. Um, if we could do that, it would then probably become better to just pop them and take off. Yeah. Mm. They say who hesitates is lost, but you can't put the cart before the cybernetic hollow spider camera. I agree. Okay. We should leave and return. I will. I will nonchalantly. Um, signal to, uh, I'm going to guess pitch would be probably the best one. Um, signal for him to take my like little communicator watch 
Yeah, Pitch is uh, hiding in one of these little alcoves, uh, technically hold, holding the muckrake, but mostly keeping watch for you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hecubino? Here, take this. Hide it somewhere. When we're in range, we'll try and communicate with you. Okay. I might also uh, conveniently hide my the knife I cheeked in here somewhere. Um, while you're next to five other Yusoki who could gladly take over cheeking it. Hand it off to one of them. Any particular one? <laughs> and then the funny right next anyone to anyone that's uh, particularly looking interested in a knife. I mean, Thrill is next to you, and she definitely seems interested in a knife. She's like, is that a knife in your mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Don't say it. Do not say it. (laughs) Don't you dare, Kevin. (laughs) Here. I'm sure you'll know the time that you want to use it. She nods appreciatively, and... You know, gives that Yusoki, yeah, agreed. And then puts it in her cheek pouch. <laughs> Yusoki well, are actually immune to one another's saliva. It's a, it's a biological fact. Well, if you had a pouch in your cheek that could carry things, you'd use it. It's fact. Oh, yeah. I mean, if. <laughs> Oh, heck you Bino. It's been a little bit. Uh, so um, you feel a, uh, a strange sensation. You feel a sharp ping in your mind. It feels like an extremely loud notification sound going off and reverberating through your whole nervous system. Uh, after just a moment, it stops. But then you have an after effect uh, similar to when you've been like momentarily shocked by electricity, where you mm. can still feel it kind of like coursing through your brain and body. Ping. I uh, focus on that. Where'd it come from? Give me a mysticism check. Okay. Oh, I can just click on this. 14. Well, you're not sure where it came from, certainly on the planet uh, of Akaton somewhere, um, but you can identify a psychic attack when you've been subjected to one. Mm-hmm. Is somebody psychic? Someone mm. psychic did something to you specifically. Doesn't look like anyone around, but, you know. Yeah, I'll just normally look around to check for, like, People putting like their fingers to their temples or nosebleeds or <laughs> glowing eyes or you floating, know, that sort of thing. Any floating brains around. Yeah, floating four feet above the ground. <laughs> no, um, for a moment you notice amongst some of your uh, your friends, like you know, someone like messes with their ear temporarily, um, like as if there's like a weird high pitched sound. Uh, coming, but nothing close to what you experienced. So maybe they're picking and, up and on this, some sort of residual. This isn't like like some sort of response to my uh, cone of brain reading. No, yeah, this this was certainly external from that. Okay. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, 
I'll uh, try to check and see if there's any like residual psychic energy in my head. Like basically, like was like was that was there supposed to be a message along with that? Um, after you assess it for a little bit, nope, no message. Okay. Well, what's wrong? I just somebody just uh, you know when they uh, you know in the old days how they would like wrap a message around an arrow and like shoot it for like someone else to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody did that, except they aimed the arrow at my head. Huh. Could be Spago? Do you think he's psychic? Could be. But I don't see why he would attack me now. Um, and same thing with Scofos. I don't, I don't think that, you know, that there's really no reason for him to do that. So I actually also don't know if this is even, if this even originated here. Mm-hmm. So it could just be that. Talos' parents are, like, getting impatient. Great. Well, do we still want to come back, or do we want to try to make a move now? Mm, I still think we better come back. We are not in a good position, especially if these bracelets have the ability to shock us. Yeah, but how are we going to get back in? Well, uh, um, Rachuk will will volunteer something. Oh, oh, I should inform you. Uh, the, the, the mock, um, it's really a terrible name for it. It's it's some sort of excretion slime from the sandworms. In any case, uh, the muck has some sort of electromagnetic dampening effect. That's why we have to dig through it to for the scanners to work. But it's not sufficient enough to stop the signal from a nearby powerful broadcast such as um, well, such as Spago's device. But just in case that's helpful. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, we thrill leans over uh, to Skritic. I'm like, we found out the hard way that doesn't stop the pain from coming through. Mm, it's too bad. Good thinking, though. Yeah, good thinking indeed. Uh, Amu, can you soak up some of this stuff? Sure. <laughs> too bad Squeebo ain't here. Yeah, all right. We say like we hadn't already been doing that. <laughs> If if Squeebo was here, we'd never be able to get him out. Fair. So or dirty. Or he would just grow so big that he would consume us all. <laughs> Wait, did, did you just Squeebo. outline our new plan? <laughs> I think it's uh, dangerous to throw Squeebo into new situations. Yeah, I don't think getting trying to get him off the ship is a good call. Uh, so Some of us might disagree. Um, a lot of you, Amu, uh, realize that, um, it is possible that you might be able to dampen people's pain receptors through some sufficient, uh, medicine checks. Manacles don't actually cause any harm. Uh, we could just dampen the pain. (laughs) Ooh, medicine. Yeah, the... The main, uh, yeah, the main issue here is everybody getting knocked down by Spago's device. So if you can find a way around that, it might just be easier to bust out now. Yeah. Um, the other issue is strike while we can, because I don't know how we're going to bluff our way back in here. Uh, would I be able oh, to roll a check to theorize what we would need to do without actually uh, going through with it right now? Absolutely. Still uh, a mess check which check medicine okay yay that's my best one medicine check 
Yep, that's another good 21. Pick. Good work. So, um, I mean, the good news is that you're a biohacker. Like, this is what you do. You inject people with various concoctions in order to exhibit the kinds of effects you want. In this case, it's it's just about kind of preempting that and turning off certain parts of people's nervous systems. Now, will that have some unfortunate side effects? Maybe. Uh, will people take foolhardy risks because they don't experience basic you know, signals from their body? Okay, possibly for sure. But in theory, yeah, it should work. Um, you would just need your, your biomed kit, which you have, and you need like a little bit of time to administer things to each person. So you, it'd be hard to do it to literally every prisoner, but a select you know, handful or, or, or maybe group um, you could do, mm-hmm. and it won't last forever. So when you, you do it, you know, you'll have inoculated people for, you know, somewhere between 10 minutes and an hour. Um, so you'd have to make your move fairly soon thereafter. Also, you'd probably want some cover when doing this because you're basically just shooting people up with a bunch of weird parts of your own DNA that you've sequenced using your lab. Um, so like if Scofo saw you doing that, that would perhaps raise some questions. But yes, in theory, yes. In theory, we'd be able to pull this off reasonably easily. Uh, that is the majority of what our profession entails is uh, adjusting your individual biologies. Uh, however, uh, our procedures will be fairly obvious, uh, and side effects are of course possible as we can only adjust for so many variety of, uh, sapiens. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, Um, we could maybe have a, if we could find some more of those nodules, uh, and get the uh, Scopus's attention on that, we might be able to, you know, start injecting people who aren't in nearby. Oh, and Amu, um, one more thing I'll say from your earlier super great life science check. Um, you're fairly confident that using your bio lab, your own personal kit, uh, you would do a be- much better job than a, a given muckrake. Um, considering these things have got to cost, you know, However, like not very many credits and are, are meant to be used by literally anyone. anybody. Uh, yeah, you're you're you have a much finer sense uh, and could probably find the nodules much faster than a given person. All right. Also, okay. uh, the little nodules that they're all digging up. Uh, we can find those relatively easily. All right. So new plan. Amu finds a nodule. Hopefully that distracts Gophos long enough for him to synthesize and administer the stuff. I'll go with him. I'll go with Scofos to make sure that he stays distracted. And then yeah. uh, you Dude, make Maggie, one for like, me. Puts, like, punches her hand into her other hands. Like, I can help with the distraction, too. Sure. Uh, just join me after you've been uh, inoculated or whatever. And, you know, as far as side effects, uh, you, you know, live fast. <laughs> die young yeah we'll see uh, any other concerns uh, we might actually require some quick hacks there uh, Bob and Quentin so yep. sure. Um, once things get going 
if you guys can locate a nearby spider drone, that might be the fastest way to do it. Are there any nearby spider drones? I mean, again, they wander around. So at a given time, not necessarily, but you don't have to wait long before one crosses your path. And I don't know, Skritik or uh, Pitch, would one of you guys come with us so that we don't get uh, lost on the way back? Sure. Uh, I would, but I'm kind of bound to... He, it, Pitch points out his restraints. Um, uh. they, they're, they're more location-bound than you guys. Yeah. They, they seem to have a certain area that they can work within. Yeah, I think hopefully between Skritik and me, we can figure out a way to do it. But most of us should stay here so that Amu can work. All right, Amu, Quentin, Bob, stay here. Bob and Quentin also try to uh, do a hack so that we can knock out the visuals. And then the other three of us will go take out our uh, Scopos problem. Well, at least distract them. Sure, sure, sure. See if we can get them concerned about those. Oh, but Amu needs to find a, a nodule, so... This might be easier if we actually just. Well, why don't we find the module and then we like can make a plan for like when we actually make the oh look we found a nodule thing. Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Amu, do you mind? No, we're finding a nodule. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you you look at one of the the Yosoki, the trash reverends, uh, muckrakes to see if the scanner has anything of value and. It doesn't. You're just like, all of this is easily replaceable using my biolab, but better. <laughs> um, and uh, you start uh, digging about through the muck. You do need to like take various measurements. Um, it's you, you, you like basically the, the muck is somewhat acidic um, and it has a, a definitely a, a toxic fume to it, um, which. Uh, I don't know if you comment on. Mm, better not worry. Is the it? Patients. All right. I mean, it's up to you, Rob. Uh, is it dangerous? Over time, yes. In for right now, not in the top list of things. No. All right. We'll uh, um, keep a fair chunk of. We're, we're going to be collecting a fair chunk of samples of this stuff. Cool. So, but yeah, by measuring various you know, chemical aspects of it, you can tell, you, you can basically find where uh, these nodules are being hidden. Because um, again, keep in mind, these are these are part of the reproductive cycle of sandworms. Um, so they don't want them to just be immediately picked up. Basically, imagine the worms tunneling through this area and laying their nodules all along the tunnel as they do so. Um, now, they have to coat the whole thing in muck so that no one could get at their little precious nodules. Um, but those are those are hidden below the, the surface and they kind of dig in. But then when another sandworm passes by, they sprout out and they use those little uh, tendrils to grip on. And then magically little sandworm babies come out of that process. Um, so uh, you think a, a decent way of um, emulating that effect, um, like something you could do is basically uh, Rather than 
dig through the muck and deal with all the interference that that this the slime causes if you caught created some sort of set of pheromones for instance uh that made nodules the, the little egg sacs think that there was another sandworm nearby oh so it would like extend its little anemone stuff mm-hmm, to try to get picked up hmm yeah so while amu is uh digging around in the muck uh will literally have multiple limbs uh, as more and more branches of coral are doing various things to get the measurements. Uh, you see them thinking to themselves and coming or mixing a concoction. Uh, am I going to have to roll for that concoction? Uh, to, to try to, yeah, let's, let's, to make, let's that a medicine or a life science. Um, I think life science. Hey, still good. Yep. Rocking it. Uh, yeah. So mix up a concoction, uh, in a little sphere, uh, roll it across. And, uh, you see as the, uh, mixture is the, uh, what's in there mixes, it starts to seep out and hopefully the little nodules will start to show up as they feel the rumble and sense the pheromones. Yep. And as you do, sure enough, the magic of a little little purple tendrils start emerging uh, from from down the tunnel, and you have found yourself a sandworm nodule. Wander over there and pick it up. It's warm and slimy. Hmm. It seems to be trying to grip onto well, both both that sphere that you made and then you, and it has like little sucker, um, you know ends to its tendrils. They don't hurt. Yet. Keep it away from your brain. Interesting. Uh, his brain is all over. Our brain is He's everywhere. a cool reef. <laughs> we, we don't have a centralized nervous system. Well, just keep it away from Bob's brain. <laughs> okay. All right. Um... Start. I like reach out for the the egg. Oh, it tries to grip onto your hand with okay. its little tendrils. Uh, I'm just gonna go surprise Scofos with this. Um, the rest of you, Amu, if you can start cranking out some uh, sandworm muck goop. Yeah, if you can start uh, getting everybody inoculated to brain shock. Um, or to system shock, I guess. I'll uh, I'll go over and see if I can keep Scofos distracted for a bit. I'll come with you in case you need backup. Okay. So, Vangi and Hecubino are going to go over to talk to Scofos? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And uh, back with the Trash Warpers and the rest of the group. Uh, Amu, what's your plan? Uh, we... Uh, we're going to try and use the pheromone ball to catch another one of these because they should be interesting to study. Uh, while also making up the uh, inoculation painkiller things that uh, hopefully sure. won't so, backfire on everybody. <laughs> the uh, the painkiller inoculation thing will require your focus. Um, now, the pheromones should work, but somebody else might have to go do it. Yeah. It's mostly just kick the ball. 
maybe yeah, okay, down one of the tunnels. Did it come up? Sounds right. great. So you kick the ball one of the t- down the tunnel, and we'll see if something emerges from there. Um, but then uh, you're focusing on administering uh, these inoculations. I don't know if administering is the right call yet because we don't know how long this will last. Oh, but okay. we'll be creating Just it and have everybody it, ready to be administered. Okay. Um, yeah, they're not stable for very long, so you're probably going to need to to go ahead and do it. It's kind of one of those bite the bullet moments. Okay. Cool. Why don't you make a medicine check? Oh boy. Oh to boy. To yourself last in case it impairs you. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk on his own supply. Oh boy! All right. So not not fantastic. You, it, the first one. Uh, who 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 gets the first dose? Uh, not at the. It's <laughs> you what, know, it could Quentin, be great. Bob, and uh, Skritic are left. Hey man, uh, someone and, offered me a vaccine right now. Sign me up. Well, and, and all side the, effects and be the, damned. Well, and the trash wyverns who are probably pretty eager to get out of here. So if you need a a guinea oh, pig, yeah. they're, they're all willing pig. subjects. They're yeah, even in the gerbil. same family as guinea pigs. <laughs> oh. Wait, I uh, thought these were ninja turtles. No, you're thinking of Mondo Gecko. <laughs> I, I will take it first. Ooh, it stings a lot. Side of it, you suffer the pain now. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah! I'm a robot. I feel pain. Ah. <laughs> Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> uh, we'll, so, we'll hold you steady for a moment. Are we good? I don't know. Did it go away? The pain faded. You still have that sense of, I suffered extreme pain recently. Why did that happen? Uh, <laughs> another person would probably punch you, but I'm feeling better, but that did hurt. And now I pick, okay. up, my, I pick up my slap bracelet. Yeah, picking at the slap bracelet it does, I mean, it hurts, but not like it hurt just a moment ago. So if I were to try to take this completely off? Yeah, you think you could. All right, I'll take it completely off. Oh, yeah, that pain's nothing. Oh, Because you're still living in the (laughs) remembrance of that agony from just a moment ago. Yeah, all right. Um, (laughs) Ow, it doesn't hurt as much. Huh. (laughs) What do I do with a slap bracelet? Should I flick it into the muck? We don't know. I'll flick it into the muck. Muck All right, the muck gobbles it up. Slowly. Um, after a little bit, Amu, you, you can basically take 10 on these checks where you like know what you need to do. And it's always going to cause a sharp stinging. Like you, when you administer this, it's, it's going to hurt. Um, but, uh, a slight pinch. <laughs> yeah, a slight pinch. Um, but, uh, then, uh, afterwards, uh, you know, you're, you're able to over the next couple of minutes, um, administer it to everybody, and uh, you feel wh- wherever he administers it, particularly locally, and then it starts to spread through your body. Um, and this is true whether you're an android or a Yusoki or uh, a coral reef. It doesn't matter. Um, we're uh, But uh, it, it does deaden your uh, your sensory 
nerves, like your systems that pick up on, you know, pain and uh, uh, pressure and temperature. Um, like you can you can tell when you're touching something, but you lose some of the the tactile sense out of it, um, and uh, it makes you feel a little disconnected from your body. Weirdly, mm-hmm. Quentin's face turns to Mister Yuck. <laughs> Just ugly for a moment. Anything else amongst Amu, Bob, Skritik, and Quentin, and the trash reference? Were we able to collect another anemone? Oh, you're looking for the other anemone? Okay, yeah, so you start heading down the tunnel to, to retrieve. Yep, there is one more anemone you, you found, one more nodule. Right. I'm hacking up a spider for you. I'm going to hack up a spider for you. Uh, so there's a spider picking its way through the slime. Um, what do you do to try to ambush said spider? And who all is doing this? Quentin? Anybody uh, else? Quentin strikes from above. Anyone else? Perfectly round leopard. I will grab its legs. The plan is to land hard enough to knock the eyeball out of the legs, allowing me to take its place in the center of the spider legs <laughs> and be a spider Quentin while uh, rehacking the, the robot right. eye. Both of you make melee attacks. As though you were unarmed. Mine is a 14. Oh, full attack. No. There should be like a generic yeah, there melee. Oh, yep, that, 22. Do it. Yeah, no, that's that good. That is a botch. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's just a botch on the damage. On damage, yeah. yeah. Quentin drops on top of it and slams it for, for uh, some damage. Uh, Bob, you're able to dive at its legs and basically rip several of them off. Quentin's plan of replacing it in the center of its legs is lacking several engineering components um, and might belong more in a cartoon. Uh, so that does not happen. But it does. <gasps> How dare you, sir? I will. I will quickly find its data port and jack in and try to to hack it and then try to get a feed from Quentin and feed that okay. into the system using computers. Make a computers check. Quentin, do you start providing a feed? Ooh, I only got a 15. Okay. Um, So it does have some sort of built-in security. Um, So even though it's an older system, uh, you are not bypassing it right now, and it's shutting down its ports. Oh, no. Uh, Quick, Quentin. Quentin, give me the hack. I'm going to hack it. I'm going to utilize the system that I accessed earlier to access it, tell it everything's fine. We're all fine here. How are you? And superimpose a video signal. I'm actually going to launch one of my mini cams and superimpose that video signal on whatever signal this guy should be putting out. Sure. And make sure that it's not pointed at us literally assaulting it. 24. All right. You do uh, succeed at, you, you remember the, the patches that it hasn't been upgraded uh, for, and you're, you're able to assist uh, Bob and you guys are able to hack its signal. Now, when you say mini cams, that mm. is something that is new that you just introduced about Quentin. And while I'm totally cool with it, it's basically like <laughs> detaching one of your own eyes. So if you would like to leave one of your eyes here, that's fine, but you only have a finite number. Now, keep in mind, I, it's not brand new because I used it in the initial battle on the uh, squeaky clean when we were recording it, I sent four cameras to different corners to record the whole thing. 
So I agree with you. It is like losing an eye, but it is an established fact of this universe. Um, Established fact. You can, you can send one of your eyes. You have some number of eyes that I will roll a die for. Okay. 17. (laughs) 17 (laughs) eyes. Is there a, um, can I detect while I'm, uh, getting through this thing to find out what its pre-programmed pattern is so that that eye can follow that pre-programmed pattern? Oh, sure. Yep. Um, they seem to have like a little, uh, weaving web of crossing through things that they follow, uh, cause there are, uh, eight of them total. Okay. I'll send a, a wireless signal over to, uh, to Quentin to relay that to his eyeball. Yep. And I'm going to attempt to mask the presence of the floating eyeball to the others, making them think, hey, there's my friend, spider number six. This is going to be awesome. They don't go so by they six. don't think anything is weird. They don't go by numbers. His name is Jerry. Oh, sorry. Jerry number six. <laughs> oh, no, you are number one. I will quit this show. <laughs> <laughs> and <sighs> Okay. So do we need to roll for these things that we're trying to do? No, you, you, you've hacked it. You, you've, uh, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> now the question becomes, since my eyes are obviously able to move and float and do the floaty thing, when all heck breaks loose, will I be able to make my eye follow us? Like where the whole your, team will be running and it'll be like everybody runs out, run, your run. Your eye not have the kind of thrusters that the rest of your body has. You might have to say goodbye to that eye. Oh, uh, okay. We'll, well buy I, you a new one. I'll have 16 left. It's okay. All right. So, Vanky and Hecubino. Hecubino, you're holding a nodule. Yep. It seems to want to latch onto you. I try to keep it from, uh, like, from getting, like, a complete grip. So, I'll, like... Okay. Roll it. I'll roll it around in my hands so that it doesn't like fully latch onto my armor. Your armor is now covered in slime. Great. Nice. It's now slimer. Yeah. It's like, you know, uh, this yeah. stuff, you kind of get used to the smell. You know, the, the tentacles are kind of pretty. I like the color. Yeah. Honestly, Except for the fact that these turn into like thousand foot long death machines, these would probably make pretty good like pets. Yeah, you could have like a little terrarium, and then you know when it gets really way too big, you could uh, set it free somewhere. Or you could sell it to these guys. Yeah, except for that, you know, I don't think that they're going to be buying anything from us after this. Well, that's true. That's why we need to establish a shell corporation. But I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. True that. <laughs> Who's a good little baby death machine? (laughs) So when its tendrils latch onto you, like it's like going to a um, a uh, pool. What are they called? Uh, A tidal pool. Tidal pool. Thank you. Yes, where you can pet anemone. It's like, does it does it like sting? It's like not really. Like you can feel it. They they latch onto you, but it's not. It doesn't hurt. Well, hopefully it doesn't hurt it to, like, pull them away as well, because presumably it does have some, like, microscopic, like, stingers or hooks that it's, like, trying to hook. So I wouldn't want to hurt it too bad. Oh, it seems it seems to be doing just fine. It's just trying to find something to latch on to. OK. 
Aren't we all? (laughs) I'm really glad someone else said that because I was thinking it. And then, thank you, Stephen. Do you think it's a bad idea for me to try to detect this thing's thoughts? (laughs) Uh, It's probably just not doesn't think that much, or if it's thinking, it's probably just being like, "Ah, hold me, I'm a little weird baby." Yeah, (laughs) you're probably right. Um, so you can detect a a a a quasi mind there, but it is like. Very, very basic. Yeah, it like very explicitly says like animal intelligence is like, like you can detect it, but it doesn't do anything. Yeah. So, then it would be uh, unless unless these guys start out really smart, it's probably not not anything to write home about. Nope. Its intelligence modifier is minus five. Wow. Yeah. Yep. The old int one. <laughs> does have an intelligence but it is not bright okay okay i put my i I put my lying phase on (laughs) now how is that different from your normal face so i know it is it is not that's the important part (laughs) i have uh my hammer like my my tail is basically like got my little hammer that i snuck in here ready in case this goes south nice uh, so you find Scofos at an intersection, and uh, he looks up. Hey, Scofos. Huh. You guys found one. Uh, yeah, turns out our uh, our medic has a pretty advanced rig. Maybe we can talk to Spago about like fixing up your, your rigs a little bit. Oh, yeah, you guys got uh, real, real pluck, real moxie. You guys ever thought about being muckers? We could fast track you to management. Oh, well, maybe. Maybe we can uh, kind of operate as, uh, and I'll hand him the egg. Maybe we can operate as uh, contractors for you guys. Like, yeah. uh, you know, if you guys need to, like, meet a deadline or something like that, we can come in and, like, kind of uh, push stuff along. Mm. Mucker management. Holy muck. It's going to revolutionize the industry. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you want to go put that away, we'll go talk to Amu and see what he can, if he can whip up a demo for you. All right. So uh, Scofos goes, uh, and you can see from where you are now that he's going to the elevator where Spago, there are a couple of uh, patrol bots that are basically always by the, uh, by the elevator. And uh, Spago actually comes down out of the elevator and... Um, uh, starts talking with Scofos excitedly. Okay. Uh, double back. Unless you, you guys immediately turn and race back. Well, Van Gate <clears throat> leans in and is like, unless you think this would be a good time to get the DNA. Uh, that would. <clears throat> uh, that's that's what we're. That's what I was working on a uh, inoculation right now. So oh, that we wouldn't sure, sure, need sure. the DNA. Sure. Um, well, no, I can we'll try. I can t- try and like ride this elevator up with them. Get the things and off then, all the way. Yeah, and then like if the rest of you want to try and get out, but like the, I can try and continue to distract them, or we can just head uh, back and get yeah, let's head together. back and get our things. All right, sounds good. Okay, all right. So you guys head back, and just as you're heading back, and uh, you know, seeing um, Bob and Quentin wrestling a spider walking eye uh, robot drone. Um, with a bunch of cords connected to each of them um, and arguing with each other, uh, 
you hear over there's like a PA system. Did I not mention there's a really crappy PA system? Well, there is. I mean, you assume um, there would be. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and over it is the melodious voice of Spago. Vangi the Vest can hack you, Bino the Mind Melter. I see the two of you never paid your orphanarium and Arena League discharge fees. Considering the time you've been gone, interest, late fees, overdraft fees, processing fees, I think you're right where you belong. Amu, is it? I see you don't have a license to practice holistic medicine here on Akaton. And your case is full of medicinals, drugs, intoxicants, stimulants, and depressants that are all seriously, seriously registered substances. I have no choice but to protect the youth of Akaton from your nefarious drug-dealing schemes and place you under a citizen's arrest, subject to immediate enforcement here at Muckrakers. We don't deal drugs. It You're gives speaking them out for to free. a loudspeaker. <laughs> he can't. He can't hear you through the loudspeaker, Amu. Oh. I am recording all of this, Bob. Yes, I see here you are part of a paid synthetic life form internship with Balanced Scales Incorporated, where one prepays for the right to live, right? And you haven't been making your payments. I have been making my payments. I missed one. Society Debt Collection, Inc. is in a debt collection cooperative with Balanced Scales and is naturally willing to subcontract a portion of your work contract to us here at Muckrakers. As they say at Balanced Scales, live to work or work to live, it's all the same to us. Isn't that right, Bob? And as for the other two, Quentin and Skritic, well, there's always the old gem we can polish for the authorities, resisting arrest. Yes, yes, perhaps because of your associates? Indeed, that will do for now. And the subtle breakout has turned less subtle. But that is where we will end things for this episode of Drifters. Ah! <laughs> Bob didn't oh. want, his, want his big secret be known yet. Anyway, I'm sure nobody wanted their big secrets to be revealed. Skritic, what secrets? Skritic's I mean, a troublemaker. I, yeah, we've, been, we've been super upfront <laughs> with the fact that we are just straight up criminals. No. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what? You're criminals? Why I didn't I, I know this? Secret. And and I'd like to see him try that on me. My secrets are still secret. <laughs> uh, until I hack him. Anyway, that's where we're going to drop it uh, this week. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming and hanging out and listening to our plans. You know how our plan episodes always go. <laughs> Super well. <sighs> yeah, let's find out if it all pays off next time on Critical Hits. Until then, though, let's hope all of your dice rolls are Critical Hits. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.